0: Welcome. There's many flavors to relationships. In work, romantic relationships, family. It doesn't matter specifically what type, but this is, I feel, an inevitable point of friction throughout all our lives. Something that provokes certain feelings to come out and we are left to deal with them. So, the question that this episode contemplates becomes How can we truly transform relationships? And really, let them be the guiding light to expose these feelings that are buried within and come out in full force, triggered by a certain situation. Nature, well being, and art is of your enjoyment. Please come check the daily content we post at woketype.com. Without further ado, here's the episode. See you around. So, the subject today is relationships. And, um, I mean, I I can start with my own anecdotes on on that. And I've been you know mostly um i guess a bit solitary I've been living with my mom and it is um sometimes it is it is hard because in one on one end I wish that you know i i i lived alone because you know, there has been some, some things happening within me, wh- which <clears throat> I feel requires some, <clears throat> some space and, and, you know, having, having this literal, uh, empty space without any, anyone. <clears throat> and, uh, and in that sense, living with my mom defy defies that in, in a way, in spite of you know, I can move to another room or 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 something if I wish to be, you know, more more alone. That that definitely is is something that I have to deal with. And I feel that the way I'm talking, that I have, you know, it might it might suggest that I have some issues with my mom, but it is not the case. I we have a pretty good relationship, but there are just these. <clears throat> These felt sense of needing quiet to to the <clears throat> extreme
1: <clears throat> i can uh, i can uh uh you know attest to that in a slightly different uh context when you begin to realize certain things you know most of the topics are boring, yeah i mean there's nothing a whole lot left to talk about when it comes to you know day to day problems and this and that and you know what people are like and like what's going on here and you know all that stuff just becomes trivial and just so very non-interesting. Yeah, um, that's part of the initial process. I've you know definitely uh, experienced a lot of that in the in the journey. Mm. Um, ultimately, you realize that that uh, whether there is interest or there is the op- opposite of interest, they're both based on. You know ideas of what you are actually interested in and not interested <laughs> just that it changes
0: so you say that it's the same old patterns but it, it just changes the the preference to you know in my case to being more quiet and <clears throat> and whatnot
1: because the real quiet is not uh, anything to do with whether there is lot noise or sound or people. And so we we feel it in the beginning because we are used to senses, you know, the sensory experience. Mm-hmm. And so therefore we try to, you know, relive that sensory experience. But those are, again, based on memories and ideas of what that experience really is.
2: Sometimes I find um, when you're trying, when you're like, I don't know, you're not doing anything. It's kind of just being present with yourself. That's kind of in its its own energy. And then when you deal with other people, especially in a relationship, they're kind of wanting something from you, be it a reaction, or sometimes they want you to be a certain way. And you kind of feel, you become really, you can become really sensitive to the pull of that. And and sometimes it's taking you, it's like, a, it's taking you out of, it feels like it's taking you out of where you want to be or what you're trying to do. <laughs> sometimes it's like, uh it can be disruptive, so I can I can totally resonate, it feels disruptive, or totally resonate with uh, feeling like you want to be by yourself, because you're trying, I don't know, <laughs> what do you call that? You're
1: trying to not uh, respond to something that you would have normally responded to, and now you're, like, it takes effort, right, to talk about something that is not interesting. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right? it can be very exhausting. To go exhausting. Yeah. So
1: eventually you keep on seeing and seeing and seeing and you come to what Brandon said, which is you become very sensitive to the fact that your own reactions are causing you to feel like, oh, I need to be in silence or I need to be in with people or whatever that is, right? That's your reaction, not
3: <laughs> mm, yeah
1: And then you realize if well, slowly, slowly those reactions vanish because, you know, obviously, you know, you realize that what mind is is taking you away from where you want to actually really be and you can never find a solution in this plane of uh, you know consciousness but their relationships what is it they become clear their expectation to brandon's point they always want something from you or you want something from them otherwise what is the difference between a random person on the street and what you call a relationship yeah It is expectations. You're supposed to do something this way or that way and then they are supposed to do something this way or that way Mm. or not do certain things this way or that way or Mm. not do it with certain people or whatever. Right? So it's like an ownership thing, an expectation and an ownership and control. Absolutely. And that's really what it is, you know? Why didn't you respect me or why did you say this this way and that way and why did you do this? And all these things are all based on That expectation and ownership
0: absolutely that that resonates
1: but that's not a real relationship Mm. a real relationship comes when that vanishes and you become so sensitive to the you know moment of being that why would you use your reaction or anyone else's reaction to lose that moment of absolute stillness at any given time and so you literally go with the flow if they if something is needed okay <laughs> great
2: yeah yeah
1: because it's my peace you understand you
0: I, I that really resonates with me
1: you never get the peace from the imagination and from the experience of some other object or person or place or thing or whatever you know Experience itself is sensory. We have discussed it. So the relationships become so clear that there is no two things there. There is only the one thing. In such a situation, it cannot be called a relationship, but it is the only thing that you would like it to be.
2: Hmm. The oneness.
1: We are one. That is the relationship.
2: Yeah. I'm constantly reminded about that.
1: No matter what happens. No matter what they say, no matter what happens. no matter. So that's what you mean by unconditional and all these things but it starts with oneself you become that way finished end of story you live like that that's the end
0: i was not reacting to certain things that i expected to be different for instance if if it if it were to happen that i lived alone and and that would in my mind would solve this uh, wanting to <clears throat> to be in quiet and, and all that some other problem w- would probably come up and and you know it is it is endless to to desire something in a certain way and not in that way is is endless and there's always motives for for unease right
2: yeah exactly yeah i'm reminded about that like you're just it, 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 it's always a delay right i feel that same way but i think that all the time like oh if i could just that's my brain it's just its latest excuse that i can't do it right now because this is happening and if i could just be by myself then everything would just i would be able to do all of this and i'm like yeah yeah and it's such a it's such an um intoxicating story it sounds really good and i believe it every time and i get really invested in like thinking about that (laughs) like if i could just (laughs) have that yes this would this would be gone and then that would be gone and i would be at peace yes that's it that's where it is, but I know that's not true, but it certainly feels true sometimes.
1: <laughs> it's a strong uh identification with imagination mm. because the actual experience never comes from the uh outside, otherwise, everybody would have the same experience, yeah. But everybody's having a different experience of the same thing like the mango if 10 people eat the same mango they have 10 different uh descriptions of it after they eat it if you ask them how was it and this and that absolutely some will hate it some will love it you know Yep. obviously the mango is sitting there very quietly <laughs> and has no idea it's a mango.
0: <laughs> it's crazy i've been noticing that i mean th- that analogy that you give can fly over one's ad very very easily, but it is it is everywhere. Just just uh a couple hours ago, yesterday there was the Eurovision festival in which all the countries go to, you know, um sing their song and there's a winner and all that. So this morning I checked Facebook and Portuguese people were um you know, um, complaining about the song that we brought there—that it was bad, etc. And I, I personally love the song, but that whole debate created so much friction on social media. People were insulting each other when it is—it would simply stop, be gone when that is realized that there's natural preferences and. And that's the nature of the individual to, to go on about you know what they think and that what they think is more valid than the next opinion.
2: In- invested in your opinion, you're invested in yourself. <laughs> you're really like your opinion. You're that that the reason they're going to bat so hard, they're identified. You know, it's just very natural. And I, I feel now I have a less of a pull to do that. And it's not out of some like oh I think I'm better or anything. It's not. It has nothing to do with that. It's just very much like you said. I'm like, well, I kind of feel how I feel, and you're. I, it's it's like you're super welcome to feel how you feel, and exactly. And, and I, I don't even have a. I don't feel like my feelings are in conflict with your feelings about it. Exactly. And then it, it yeah.
1: <laughs> you know where that starts to go, uh, <laughs> from good to like not so good is when. We start to establish that, you know, oh, look, let's just agree to disagree. And let's just be, you know, the minute you say that, that causes the problem. How dare you disagree with me? How can you, <laughs> we must agree. Because, you know, we are, how can we disagree? Exactly. You know, and if you're in a relationship, that becomes a real point. You cannot be agree to disagree in a relationship. <laughs> mm. Try it and see what happens, you know. So when you're all enlightened like this, and you go there and say, you know what? This is all a dream. Don't worry about it. You're going to get the backlash for it. Intense, mm. violent backlash. Be prepared. Mm. Okay? Because it basically invalidates the other person. Let's agree to disagree in a very amicable and polite way. I'm just telling you to fuck off, basically.
0: Yeah. In I, a I, nice way. I feel that that, you know, can generate what you're mentioning in in others. because in my own experience, the need for arguing and and having an argument and, you know, trying to bring out the facts and all that, um, has vanished almost completely, uh, within me. And, um, I, I'm at peace when I know, like when I'm talking with someone and, and they talk about their experience, it is enough for me to see where they are coming from and why they have that lens and and that that is the resolution within me for that particular discussion yeah i don't feel the need to Mm -hmm. you know it's done for me i don't feel the 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 need to to get anything more out of it that in itself can be a trigger to the other uh part
1: yeah that's what i was trying to get to actually with this with this notion of you know agreeing to disagree when you agree to disagree, you don't have to say it, basically.
2: Yeah, when you do that, it feels like you're, n- you're not taking them seriously. Like, they're like, hey, I really have this, you know, they're invested. And then you're just kind of like, they're trying to play this little tug-of-war game with you, and you just drop the rope. Right. It's not fun. So, that's not. Fun. I like to be playful. And instead of contesting their opinion... I like to just talk about, you know, like, okay, I see what you're saying, but check this out, you know, can you see this, mm. you know, and then that way I get to kind of advocate and I, and I can, I can feel the charge of investment because I do really like it. And then I can start to really, I like to more light up about what it is that I like. And, and then, and then they're free to do that too. I don't, <laughs> but I, I like to find creative ways to not be at odds with them, but to, to be, Also secured my position like, Hey, actually, I think I'm onto something over here, you know, (laughs) but I'm not really trying to argue with you. I'm trying to say, cool. It, It can be a game if you engage it that way. Yeah, I
0: feel that. And I also feel from seeing your discussions with other people that if, if I, if I was saying that my, my approach can trigger people, I I've saw. All that approach in particular, also treats yes, people because they want <laughs> they want to have uh an opposite side that has uh an opposite opinion right
2: yeah but i'm like i i don't I, I'm like i could I could do that if that's really what you want me to do. I can plant a flag and I, I I'll get really serious about my opinion and we can play that, but I don't feel it, so I'm like, you know what are we really arguing about it? at at what is it what are we really doing here? And then it just all of it falls away. so I'm I'm I'll, at any time I'm really in, I'm really able to just drop my position because really I know that my position's made up too. and I can just be more present with how I feel moment to moment instead of w- what I know about how I felt. and mm. so. Yes, you're right. It is. It can also be very triggering, which I don't even know what to do anymore when that happens because I'm like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. (laughs) Do I, do I, I can play the game, but I don't really want to. I don't want to play that way. So Mm. at that point I was like, maybe disengaged, but yeah, you can't win. You can't break even and you can't get out of the game. There's no way to, (laughs) to get, there's no super way to get a buy, but yeah,
0: I, I feel that, you know, you never know unless you already are established within that relationship and, and, you know, as you know, how to play an instrument more and more from the moment that you buy it and you, you get to know it's, it's ways. With, with a with a person it, it is also like that you get to know that and and I think the what amit was saying in the beginning that when there is more and more space for being there's no you know no need and and really no it's not within the possibility of reality to you know make up ways of figuring out of figuring out how how to deal with that person and that person the, the the state of being that comes more and more just uh, lets you know that, or or informs the the reality that there's nothing to do, and 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 that presence is enough to transform when, relationships. When you, when
2: you come to understand in a relationship what it is that you really enjoy about that other person, isn't that they're in your control? It's it's that you don't know what they're gonna do next. And you like how they do things. You like how they wiggle. You like the way if your favorite flower smells. Then you like the way this favorite person persons. And then when you start to come into that kind of appreciation, like what you said, there is a dance happening. And we're when we're engaging, I'm enjoying my energy and your energy. I'm enjoying how you come across and how I come across. And 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 and, 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 and you can come to even appreciate when we're in, in a disagreement because even that's fun. Mm. And and that's kind of how the your relationships shift, I think, because of how you're how you're engaging, and because it's a dynamic. And when they have no choice, I mean they 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 become aware of it too, right? Like w- the way you're the way you are, you're holding, you're holding, you have so much availability to the the, the nature of the relationship unfolding and however mm-hmm. way it wants to unfold it kind of puts the ball back in the other person's court and now they have no choice but to just be authentic because they're not getting all the pushback from you about how what form and shape they should be in and then they start exactly. to kind of and then this it's just a more and more dancing and so more and more appreciation of the relationship itself which is the whole thing which is your your enjoyment of it their enjoyment of it and and where all you're meeting at and that's that's the that's what's what's really happening That's what's really being enjoyed. Or sometimes not enjoyed. (laughs) You might not like your and someone else's energy together. That is a real thing. You guys have, you could have this coordinate, you know, energy.
1: Well, ultimately, you see, that as long as there are two people, this notion of a relationship will persist.
0: Yeah, that's the root, right? The, the root problem. It's
1: fundamental. If you feel that there is two things, then the relationship between the two things, there is something, you know, some idea what it is. Mm. And that is the problem. It will never go away, because then it's good or bad. It can be good or bad, it can be this, it can be that. Then you have all the relationship therapy, people coming and telling us how to live and how to speak and all that.
3: Mm.
1: You see, because it's an imagination. No end to it. Whereas to see clearly, what is you want? What do you want? In a relationship, you say, oh, I want a relationship. What exactly we want? We want fullness. We want to experience fullness. Completeness, isn't it? Yeah. And then you say it will come from this relationship or this other person. Or this situation. Or just if this or just if that. But when you actually are in a certain relationship or experience where you do feel full, that fullness comes from where? What is that fullness? You. You feel the fullness. You are the fullness. (laughs) Right. So how to be the fullness that you are without any interruption from the mind that says it comes from here, it comes from there, it comes from that person, it's not there now, how mm-hmm. to get it, how can we both get it, how can we do it together, how can we? I do it myself. It's a relationship with others and ultimately a relationship with oneself. As long as there is a relationship with oneself also, which is an idea about me, what I'm like and how I want to be, that is the opinion, you know, that's the response, that's the no, it is not like this, and it is like that, and this is how I want it to be, and the likes and dislikes, and all those things. Yeah. If there's a relationship with yourself in that way, which is based on likes and dislikes, then the whole world exists, because you have a relationship with yourself, at first of all, and then with others. Mm-hmm. But is there a real relationship with yourself? Can there be one? Don't you accept yourself as you are? And if you don't, then what is that in the middle?
2: (laughs) A really funny idea.
1: Right. Therefore, then as long as these ideas operate, relationships are going to be operating. And then the multiplicity of everything operates. And you operate in duality, which is sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, because it's all based on these things and events and th- all that. Whereas to see what you are is fullness, and to get to it is what you want. That's what you want in, in life happiness, mm-hmm. and fullness, and fulfillment, and joy, and all that. Peace, and you know, all those things, right? That's what you're seeking, actually love, validation. But imagining that it comes from somebody else or somewhere else, because it's not coming from those places and things. You're imagining that. You're relating from an idea of what it should be like, based on what? How did you get those ideas? Maybe you read some books while you were growing up or watched some TV or somebody said something or you heard something or you watched your parents or whatever, right? Mm. I mean, where does it come from, this idea of a relationship and what it should be like?
0: If I have to, you know, look back, and I'm thinking right now of romantic relationships, most of it and most of the suffering uh, in that type of transaction came from the feeling of need, you know, the the need to, I guess, the need that the other part somehow um, gives me something that Will uh, finally make me happy and and complete.
2: Yeah, we're very we're very externally focused, and and because we're because we're externally focused, so we're looking out there, and then what we see out there makes us feel a certain kind of way, and so that's kind of like the inversion. So we're navigating that way, and and so yes, you're looking. Where else are you going to get it in our society, right? Well, who's going to be there for you in that? intimate kind of way because we we don't really operate that way a lot of where you get that intimacy that 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 availability where someone's just available to your expression, wants to be around you, um, physically touch you those are things that that are kind of standoffish about we're very careful about who we let close to us and all that. So um, because we're externally focused and and those are you can only feel that way when you are in relationship and in that dynamic, then yes, it's a it's a very big about need. And both of you need each other to be in this dynamic and be a certain kind of way and framed a certain kind of way so that you both can get the good feelings that you're looking for. But when you come to really understand where those good feelings are coming from and you become more, and now I know there's not an inside-outside, but bear with me, you become more internally focused as on yourself then you you are what doesn't change and you're everywhere and then you kind of notice yourself in in all aspects and then you're not you're not in a push pull dynamic with yourself in any way that you're expressing any way that you're showing up and then there's more and more availability to to yourself and then in that and un- that connection and re- realignment then you're steady because you're you're always you as long as you're here <laughs> and that's not going anywhere and then you're you're settled in your being, and just because you're here, just because you're on, just because you're alive, just because, ah, then that's it. That's enough, and there's nothing else, and that's amazing. And then everything else is cherries. This relationship mm-hmm. is cherries. Oh, I already have a Sunday. It's right here. I'm the freaking Sunday, and, and it's great, and, and everything's awesome. It's just being alive is here is cool. And it can also just be very mundane, but even that mundaneness feels it's you, and it's okay, so then, you're not in that push-pull dynamic. You don't need anything from them to feel anything because you, you now you understand where your feelings are coming from, and 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 that that better understanding, it it keeps you more grounded in what's here, and and you're not you're not being pulled and shifted by by what you're thinking about, and so you're more you're more you're actually closer to being really in relationship with that other person, because you're more available to the full spectrum of that person instead of what you think about that person because that's what you're really in relationship with you're you're in relationship with your ideas of that person it's a hologram that they, they they that they are this their their actions are a scaffolding that supports the your idea of them but when you are more available to just their expression and and, and however that is and whatever that is then you're really more in a better a deeper relationship because you're in more of a relationship with them than you are with your idea of them.
1: Absolutely what you said is, you know, right on a, you know, 100%. And on the hologram, I'm going to push further, you know, because I always like that analogy, as you might imagine. The whole world appears, if you see it carefully, in one's own mind. But basically, this is the hologram, the world that's been projected by the mind, including oneself. Because, as I said before, you have ideas about yourself. I am XYZ, I am so-and-so, I have these things, and you know, this is what's important to me, and that's just, these are my, you know, what is it that you call identity? All the past experiences, knowledge, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The whole thing is a projection, a hologram. And in such a situation... The relationship is with what? Between who? And so you become clear about your own space in the world, which is the space, which is what you said, you're everywhere, Brandon.
2: Yeah. Who do you think you are? That's the big question. Because that's that's who you, who's and in the relationship. The problem of
1: that question is, first of all, <laughs> to understand very, very clearly what that question means. Who do I think I am? So, who do I think I am? You see, the thinking, doesn't matter what I think, can I ever be what I think I am? Hmm. So, whatever it is I think I am has no material meaning on it. It's only my thought about myself, isn't it? Hmm. So the thought part has no bearing on reality you see whatever i think how my difference does it make what i am because i have the thoughts but i am not the thought
0: that's very important
1: i can have many thoughts you know i can change my mind for example right mind is always changing I like it, don't like it, like it, don't like it. I like a lot of uh, chocolate, dark chocolate, I love it. I eat one bar, very happy, two bars, feel sick, third bar, puke, probably. (laughs) You know? So, I mean, what is it? Do I like chocolate or I don't like chocolate? It depends. What does it depend on? It depends on the previous moments. Either it's long time ago or just past. So it's all based on the past. Is that me? Am I the past? So, that's the thing. And so, it is just pushing through to this clarity, and then remaining is your fullness. There is only fullness. It can be interrupted by the mind, which is movement of thoughts. It should be like this, that person is like that, this happened to me, this will happen, what will happen.
2: <laughs> mm. I, I'm just reminded, I've been working on this meditation technique, and it's a lot in line with what you're saying. So it just made me think I'm totally on track. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
1: Yes, I mean, as you know, once you practice so-called meditation and all that, what is it? You're just essentially seeing your thoughts. You know, I always say uh, to people, what is meditation? Meditation is a space between the thoughts, right? Because how do you know you have two thoughts, you know, in a sense that one thought has ended and another thought has begun. You know this, right? Like you stop thinking about one thing and you start thinking about thing. So the transition between the one topic and the other topic is known to us otherwise we wouldn't know that we transitioned and in that transition obviously there is no thought because otherwise there would be the previous thought or the next thought. So what is that difference between one thought and the other thought when the one thought ends and the other thought starts? That's the practice so to speak of meditation but practice like driving a car is not the goal. The goal is to not be conscious anymore of driving, which was what happens. You know, we drive, we don't even know we're there already. Forgot how it came, (laughs) all the highways, everything, all the traffic. You don't even remember it, isn't it? Yeah. It becomes like going to the bathroom. Do you remember all the times you go to the bathroom? How it happened, what happened, anything?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Meditation. Millions of times. Yeah, Hmm? meditation is just bringing that awareness of kind of what's always the case, always, 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 never not the case. So, it's hard to notice it. So, that
1: is the mm, so that is the practice. So, once you become aware of this, now, next question is, who is the one who is being aware of this? <laughs> so, that's the conscious thought of myself. I am aware of this. In other words, I am. I am is consciousness. I am conscious. I was not conscious and I regained consciousness, so I am conscious again now. That's the I am. Otherwise, without being conscious of yourself, you wouldn't say that you are. You wouldn't know that you are. So the knowledge is consciousness and the presence of yourself as experience of it, which you say I am, very confidently. Nobody needs to come and say, no, no, you're not, and then there is a doubt (laughs) there. Am I? You know? That doesn't happen. It's a strong clarity that you are. Yes, I. But the I am What is this am? What am I? Am I this? Am I that? That question becomes confusing because it's consciousness. You know, within the realm of consciousness, you try to find out. So in the am, one can never find out the I because it's the next step, you see? The I has become the I am. And then it becomes I am this and I am that and we are stuck in hell, right? You are stuck in suffering because you are in unreality. You are not any of those things. So how do you live free and happy and in any relationship is to discover the truth about reality itself, nature and then there is no more relationship with anybody but it is with everybody and you are always at what you are which is the fullness.
2: you see that more like what you're saying the truth of that being seen in all things and some people i think they see it instantly they see it enough that they don't really get so confused and then some people need to kind of see it here there and everywhere
1: so what happens is the minute you bring in the everywhere and i want to see it everywhere the point that's the problem you see because there's nothing to see. the truth is nothing to see you cannot see the truth The truth is the truth and you are the truth. Mm -hmm. You cannot see yourself anywhere. Whatever you see is just a reflection. You're going to come up with some ideas and it is like this, it is like that. What else you'll see there? Is there anything to see? What is seen is only partial knowledge. X, Y, Z is seen. Something is seen, you see? Something. Otherwise, all of it, in which case you cannot say you see anything. Total awareness. So, in partial awareness or in twilight or in so-called ignorance, because intelligence never vanishes. I mean, even ignorant people have the logic and intelligence functioning there. That's why the ignorance functions, you see. Ignorance functions also as knowledge only. The wrong knowledge, so to speak. But it is knowledge and it is functioning with intelligence. It's functioning within the world. We say it's good or bad, you see. We give it a description. So it's nothing to be seen anywhere. So you have to become clear. There is nobody there. Then the relationship is perfect.
0: That's that's beautiful. I guess to me and to many people, relationships are always that subject of um, conflict in one way or another. I guess if we can end this, it would be ideal. I hope... Um, People get to listen to this because I think it's very precious.
2: Yeah, then uh, until next time. Until next time.